I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, AfterBuzzers? Welcome back to the 90 Day Fiance After Show. I'm your girl, Alex Bowers. To the left of me, I have Stacey Olives. Hi, guys. She has a good question that will get us thinking for what do you think segment later on, so stay tuned for that. We have Linda and Tweet okay. here with all the tea. You yes. know how that is. You have a lot this week, too. Man, y'all just keep it busy. I'm ready. Push it. I'm ready. I'm I really haven't seen yeah. much on Instagram lately. Oh, I got it all. So you got it. Them. Okay, cool. This and one's we- got it all, too. She got an exclusive. <laughs> and to the left of Linda, we have Ashley Bowden. Hey, yes, ma'am. Um, what were your thoughts overall on this episode, y'all? I thought it was finally faster paced, like some things were actually happening. Mm-hmm. And I like that uh, we started to see like some of the stories ending, having their happily ever after moment. So mm-hmm. I thought that was good. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of full circle moments in this episode and a lot of humility, a Mm -hmm. lot of good energy, Mm -hmm. a lot of apologies and kindness. Yeah, a lot of apologies. But there's a lot of drama, too. Mm -hmm. I needed a little bit more. Ah, yes. You know? Yes, I needed more drama. It was pretty pretty thick, though. At the end, they laid it on thick. I needed Annie and Grandma to just go at it. You know, bad girls club. Oh, so you wanted drinks thrown. I wanted something. Okay. Something, something that would have been nice. And a little sprinkle of seasoning in there. I needed something. You saw it in her eyes, though. When Annie swung her chair like yes, this. Yes, 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 yes. She was like, I can't even look at her because I'm about to jump across this table. Yeah. It's a setup. It is. She's always getting set up. But we'll get into her. Dirty setup. Later on. <laughs> We're just going to go ahead and start with Mike and Natalie. Not really much happened, but he kind of talks about with his lawyer ending the process mm-hmm. thoughts about that do you think that's something that he was really considering or was he just trying to like play the game because the cameras were around uh, he's either a really really good actor or mm-hmm. he was generally sad like he looked sad the entire time they were filming him like he knew something was up that we didn't know about yet he was just sad so I felt for him but he's not doing anything he wants to be with her mm-hmm Yeah, I think that he genuinely was considering walking away from the entire situation. And can you blame him? She Mm -hmm. just basically says she didn't love him. So right, I'm walking away at that point. I thought it was smart of the lawyer to say that, look look at this, stress is already causing you guys to have stress and like what, being together for 10 days is already causing you guys to break up. Like you need to think about this. You're doing like a huge thing, getting married to her. So I thought that was smart of her because then it actually made him realize like, oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And thoughts on the oh oh, and I think another thing that he really needs to needs to seriously consider is the financial aspect. Mm-hmm. That no matter what happens once you bring her over here, you're financially responsible for her. And given his current financial state, you might want to take heed to that. Mm-hmm. And I so. think he is. He's processing it. He's making note of mm-hmm. it. I don't know that that will change how he feels yeah. or whatever. But thoughts on the documents being classified? I think that they're making a bigger deal of it than it is. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I think that you can't just walk into an embassy, even if you're the person that's applying for that visa, and say, hey, what what's the update? Like, you can't do that. They like to email correspond with you or write you a letter, but they're not going to just say, hey, yeah, let me just pull open your file, Tom, and say, oh, yeah, this is what, you know? Right. So I just think that they're making it a bigger deal than it is. Right. Just think about if you go to the bank, like, there's levels to and systems to getting information. You can't just call up your bank and get your bank account information. Like, you got to 
revealed. What's the cold word? There's What's, cold words. Yeah. There's there's levels to it. You yeah. can't just get information freely anymore. Those mm-hmm. days are long gone. Too many crazy think, people out here. You guys don't think she has anything to hide? Like maybe she's been in through this process before or anything? Probably. I feel like she has. Maybe. Her eyes. I'm telling you, you and those eyes. Yeah, don't <laughs> trust those yeah. eyes. She doesn't blink, huh? No blinking. They're a gorgeous color, but, you know. You can see they're up to no good. Yeah, <laughs> those eyes are up Piercing. to no good. You know what? Now that I think about it, maybe it's Michael. <gasps> really? So? What did you think he did? Like he did try to marry someone from abroad before? It could be anything. It could be criminal history. It could be... You know, I don't anything. get that with him. Do you think what's making you feel that way? Because Uncle Bo, the aliens, <laughs> his friend. Yeah, I mean, you you surround yourself by similar people. I think, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, the alien thing is the okay. alien thing is throwing you off. That yeah. too, and I just feel like maybe it's just not her. Or maybe it's him. Mm. I think it's her. Like it's gonna be me a too. I really, switch. I really don't think this is like a yeah. This will be a switch, but I mean, you could be onto something. You could. Uh, moving on to Michael and Juliana. <laughs> so Sarah officiated their wedding. Thoughts on that? I thought it was pretty cute. I thought it was cute. Yeah. You know, some people may think like a little bad juju with the ex. But I didn't get that vibe. She was very happy for them. She's happy that the kids are happy. It was like genuine support yeah. of their love. Yeah. yeah. I love that they have this new family unit mm-hmm. and they all seem to be a part of it. And we already know that Sarah is remarried, so mm-hmm. it's not a thing for her. So yeah, I think that true. this whole extended family and the kids being happy and, and speaking at the wedding and knowing that this woman is making their dad so happy and being happy for that, I thought that was really special. And then when Sarah said how this is the happiest she's seen her children, you could tell that she's putting... She meant that. Yeah, and she's putting the kids first mm-hmm. and the family first. And I just think that... That's hard to do. Right. Yeah. And we don't see this set up a lot. You know, like they're lucky if you think about it. Absolutely. Live right down the street. Everyone gets along. You get remarried. I get remarried. We're still best friends. The kids, like, I mean, it's just a great setup for them. It's an ideal situation. Yeah. Do you think that Michael's still supporting, like, Sarah? Her lifestyle, too? So well, she, I read somewhere that she has like a construction company, I so she I think she's okay. Money. Yeah, okay. I think that she has a couple of businesses, mm-hmm. um, and they're all very successful. And so I think she has her own money stashed away. Go, cool, girl. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right, so that's pretty much it with them. How did you guys like Max and CeCe's speeches, though, really quick? So, <laughs> so cute. cute. So cute. Yeah. And best. I love when so the producer happy. asked Max, who styled you? He's like, me. Right. <laughs> just took I a just shower. I just took a shower and brushed <laughs> my, my hair. <laughs> the wedding was pretty. It was. I thought it was so pretty. Yeah, yeah her dress was really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. She looked good. All right, Tanya and Sinjin. Mm. Speaking of dresses, Precious. she went dress shopping. Why? Can someone tell me Why? She, the whole time she was in the dress, it was speaking negatively about, about the relationship. The relationship. Mm-hmm. And she said that I can't wear this white dress because it's just negative vibes on it now. Let's put it away. And then her mom agreed to her. But I'm like, you're the one that's being neg- bringing yeah. all the negativity. Her Interesting. Mom took up her. When, okay, so Tanya was saying about the soul. She was telling them about the yeah. soulmate situation. And all the friends are like, well, yeah, like, I didn't know you said that. Like, that would hurt his feelings, blah, blah. And the mom's like, well, she didn't say it like that. Girl, she said it. That's you know? She's taking up for her. And I think she's she's really just like her mom. Or that's that's why she's like that, because her mom enabled her old life. Like, no, 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 she's fine. She, it's okay what she says. She didn't hurt people or uses them or whatever. The apple doesn't fall f- far from the 
tree. Mm-mm. Linda? I This is one of my favorite scenes because what it showed me was a reflection of Tanya. And I think that her friends in this and her first saying she's going to have a black dress or a red dress or a champagne dress. And then when the cameras pan to the friends and they're like deadpan, they are not impressed. And they know that this girl is going to say a bunch of crazy stuff that they didn't like, right? So I was like, I wrote this down. The friends are not surprised and not impressed. And I think that they're basically sick of her nonsense. So mm-hmm. for the friend to call her out, like, hey, I didn't know you said all that stuff. And if you told Sinjin, like, you don't you don't think he's your soulmate and your first boyfriend was your soulmate, then, like, why are you getting married? Because marriage is a commitment. Mm-hmm. And then... They pat again, and all the friends are just looking at her, and the sister's looking at her, like... And everything coming out of her mouth, like, she had nothing beautiful to say about this moment. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she was excited, and her friends definitely were not excited. And her mom was just there, like, oh, Tanya. Mm -hmm. Mm. And then I, I remember you telling us something about the sister as well. So, like, watching... Well, and there's like a little animosity between them two, a little tension. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking at this, I'm like trying to figure out like where maybe we'll see something play out before the season ends with them. But I would love to see them kind of hash it out and her tell Tanya about herself because no one has done that in the family yet. Mm. At least not on. Not that we've seen. Not that we've seen. Out. Yeah. They called her yeah. out though. Her friends were really like adamant about calling her out. So. Mm-hmm. But wasn't she have so many like, friends though? If she's like treats people like this, do you see how they were looking at her? Though? Like yeah. they were looking at her like ew. Yeah, yeah. Like we're here because. Like why would you yeah. say that? Like that is terrible. And she said it like it was nothing. Like you know how she is. And I just said that he's not my soulmate, girl. What? Everyone else is like, huh? And then who said it? Where they're like, oh well, she says things sometimes, and it doesn't it comes out wrong. It's not really what she means. The who, sister. The sister said it, mm. but it's the way she said it. So her sister tried to, like, kind of support her, but then said, but it's the way she says it. Mm-hmm. Which is true <laughs> some of the time. But most of the time, whatever she says, no matter if she's super excited or very monotone, it's foul. Like, the words coming out of her mouth yes. in that order are just not right. Agreed. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Sinjin's little meetup with his friend. Aww. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Chart or Chart? Chart. T J A A R T. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that, but um, he's just basically basically venting to his friend about the situation. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about the friend is that he doesn't insert himself too much. It's more like whatever you do, I support. But think about this. Yeah, yeah I feel like he was asking him questions that was getting Sinjin to think: Is mm-hmm. Tanya worth it, or Tanya worth it? Mm-hmm. Is she worth it? Period. I feel like he's a really good friend. Like, they could emotionally connect. Mm -hmm. That's how his relationship should be, too. I mean, Mm. from a female. Mm. So... I mean, yeah. She doesn't have his, her, she doesn't have his back. And it's, it's sad because she also doesn't appreciate him about, like, what are you saying? I gave up my animals. I gave up my family. I gave up my friends. I gave up everything for her. And it's like, what? And would she do the same for him? Yeah. I doubt no, it. No. She would not, not give up anything. She barely would even give up the, the, she, the, she, the she shed. shed. <laughs> you know, like, come on. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not okay. Moving on, Michael and Angela... So, <laughs> our faves. 
I thought it would it would be worse than it was, you know. That <laughs> argument at the dinner table. But it wasn't too much. She was like, I'm sorry, y'all, but he's got to get checked right now. <laughs> right now. She just, Angela, she just does not care. Oh, my God. She Angela doesn't. Is the best. Can I just say, when she was doing her one-on-one camera time, and she's talking about the interaction she's having with Michael's family, I had to rewind it because she said, I'm being... Barn baited. Barn baited? <laughs> yeah. That's did you guys see that? Instead barn baited. I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. Instead of bombarded. Instead of bombarded. Oh. <laughs> but is that like her own word she made up? Like, she, she got she's a barn and being barn baited. We need a hashtag this. Barn baited. I died of laughter. <laughs> that deserves yes. a meme. So, <laughs> Michael's issue is that he kind of re- agrees with his brother, Yakini. Mm-hmm. Because well, and says that he's lonely, <laughs> and then that's what set her off. Thoughts on that? Was it worth getting mad about, or was it just like <laughs> I know you're lonely, but so am I. Let's talk this out, type of thing. Oh, yeah, this picture, <laughs> that picture is so disrespectful. Hilarious. I think that this is the best we've seen Angela act in a fight. I think that she didn't want to come across as crazy to the mom, especially. I think mm-hmm. that she has some type of respect for Michael's mom. Um, but she, you know that back in her head, she wanted to go off on the brother. Mm-hmm. And I think that she just felt outnumbered and realized like she's not going to be able to go off like she goes off on um, the friends that oh, she yeah, doesn't yeah, like. No. What does she call them? The Oh my forget. god, what was that name? I forget. The dumb buddies or whatever yeah. it is. I can't remember the name, but you see the difference in her. Like, she feels like she can throw drinks and, like, jump up and be aggressive. And here we saw her, like, take it to the chin a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, at least now we know that she knows how to act when she wants to. When she wants to. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little Slightly. bit. Slightly. So it was point of four words. Yeah, absolutely. But um, I wish we saw a little bit more of them. You know, I love no, them. We love them. We love the drama they bring. It's always some drama with Angie, okay? The family's really for them getting married, though. Like so this, they say. They said the God brought them together. So they say. Yeah, but in the same breath, <laughs> last episode, they're like, if this K1 thing's not working out, you need to move you, on. You might as well find someone here and get married and have some babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. <laughs> Bla- I mean, Blake and Jasmine. So they meet up, and like you said, there were a lot of apologies mm-hmm. this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, right off the bat, she's still questioning him, like, how much did you drink? Did you drink? Like, just like, come just on. Weird. It's Very done. Weird. He went to have fun. With his friends, like, I was annoyed. But I want to jump to when her parents come in town and they go to lunch with Blake's mom. Mm-hmm. That was awkward. And it was, was so awkward. Weird yeah. The energy was just so off. But um, when she asks Jasmine, what do you plan on doing for work or school? Jasmine <laughs> kind of got smart mm-hmm. and was like, I don't have any plans to, do, to work. I told you that already. Like, I already told you that. I'm like... Excuse me, what? Okay. And I know, yeah, people may not think it's that big of a deal, but for me, it was like, girl, watch out now. Okay, so I'm not sure, and please jump in, chime in, but okay. when she said that her main focus was <laughs> not to work, right, yeah. and that she wanted to focus on her inner peace yeah. and a good mind, yeah. and she was, quote, not work oriented. <laughs> First of all, how old are you? Second of all, what world are you living in? Are you are we living in the same Los Angeles, California? Because 
what are y'all about to do? Where are you going to live? Uh, how, what are you going to drive? How are you going to get around? And what are you going to do besides what post your memes and get on your Insta <laughs> right. and think you're going to be Insta famous? Like, wait, what? Although, Focus. Hey, guys, Brianna from the booth here. She may have a have a thing going there, though, because that phrase now has been one of the most trending phrases going around on Twitter of people quoting her. being it's like, a I'm, mood. I'm going to go tell my boss this week I just need to feel myself. Yeah, so, you know she's my she's, inner she's I need to focus, focus on my inner peace. <laughs> I mean, everyone wishes. That I wasn't mad. Yeah. Listen, Shoot, I, took I was that. so shocked when that she awesome. said that. I was like, you know what? That's an entire vibe it's right there. I'm like, s- I'm not mad at her. It's crazy, <laughs> but I'm not mad at her. I feel you on that, Jasmine. But you do need to get a job because you live in LA uh-huh. and it's very expensive here. And you and Blake will be struggling. Take yoga Heck in the morning. Yeah. Before work, I could see if she was like had a kid, you know, a child or was raising kids. Like that's another thing. But she doesn't have kids or anything. Like, what are you gonna do? The fact that she was so convicted about it was inspiring to me. I was like, I need to, I need to have that same energy. Take care of me. I don't want to work. You know what it is? And maybe I need to focus on my own inner peace. Like, my mind would be thinking, but who's who's paying the bills? Like, you want that new top from wherever? Who's 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 gonna buy it? Like. Mm Her sister didn't say a word. Anyone notice that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Her parents didn't really say anything either. And I thought it was weird that the parents were like, uh, when they were talking about California, how big it was, and it's good to see where where she's been all this time. But your daughter, other daughter, has been here this whole time, too. So what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't act like you know where she is, because she's right next door to your other daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's a big, dangerous city. But it doesn't make sense. It's weird. It's, 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 the whole I, thing. Like his mom's super warm, and their her parents are very standoffish, and it's like it's a, oh, I, don't I don't know how that's gonna work. I don't know. Miriam looks like she's about to punch <laughs> someone in the face. I yeah. was I was concerned about Blake's um, his presentation of apathy. Like he just seemed like he was not interested in the conversation at all. Like he didn't want to be a part of it. It seemed like he just wanted to disappear in that moment. He had his head down. He just wasn't exerting himself like a man. I'm like. I don't know if he's really in a position to take care of you the way that that right. you but he's got, think that he's got the he girlfriend fiance that he loves that is telling him this is how it's going to be and the mama who's raised him and said hard. this That's is how it should be so you know it's, it's a lot like, he I was can't. just sinking down yeah. in his seat yeah, <laughs> yeah it was kind of like a lot on both ends Agreed. so I, I, I could see that but even still mm-hmm. I don't know if he's really going to be able to provide for her the way that she is expecting it might be another delusional situation like Annie and Robert. Well, yes. how was she raised too? Maybe she was raised like you know, or by her family, like they did everything. And that's what her, I thought. Like the too. sister, you know, yeah. maybe they pay her stuff over here. We don't know. So maybe she's like, well, my husband's gonna take care of me. Yeah, like my dad does. Yeah. The delusion of it all. Moving on to <laughs> Robert and Annie. So oh. another Annie. apology. Okay, okay. Yes. Um. <laughs> Sincere in my book. Mm-hmm. Yes is across the board for that. Sincere. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I was actually really proud of him. Um, but then in any, every episode, something is happening with her or someone is talking down on her and she's just having to take it and it's getting really annoying. Um, this time it's by the grandparents. Again. 
Um, Stephanie and Ben, what were your thoughts on that whole thing and them trying to write a check for her, telling her to leave? It was so demeaning and disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It really was like, that was ugly, ugly. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you put her down like that? Let me write you a check to make you go away, to That's make you disappear. Ugly, yeah. Especially yeah. in the industry that she's in where people look down on her as it is. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that she has gone through situations herself where people have not been very nice or have assumed things about her. So how dare she turn around and judge somebody else and, and try to make them feel little. Exactly. Right. And worthless and a user and, and all of the negative stuff. Like, you need to flip that mirror around, my friend. And then Ben never usually gets so involved when we see him in the mm-hmm. other scenes. Oh, but he was really asserting himself. Really? But, mm-hmm. like, a grown man really arguing with a woman that he has no relations with. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, like... Weird. Very weird mm-hmm. in and, my book. And but, how are you going to apologize for last time exactly. and then come at you this way? This, some way. this, this yeah. is worse. That right there is, like, some... It's a like setup. Terror. Yes. What do you set call it? It's ugly, a dirty setup. It. Annie, it was setup. like to attack her more. Annie also said that they don't even call Bryson. I yeah, she it. called that out. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I believe but the it. granny didn't didn't really uh, dispute it. Yeah, she, she knows denied. it's true. <laughs> and yeah, she's not gonna not working right now, but she's taking care of Bryson. Like that's mm-hmm. a huge job in itself. So I don't understand how that's just like, ah, eh, whatever. He loves her. Yeah, I he's just a think, wild child, I think, so that's... Right. And to know that, like, in the news and stuff, that the grandma is not even a part of Annie, or Bryson's life that much. So how, who is she to talk badly about Annie? I, I don't know. I get it. It's and a I weird like situation. I did... So this is the first time I have to say this, that I actually didn't mind Robert, because normally I can't stand him. And I felt like this was the first time that, A, he, he stood up for Annie... And B, he stood up for Bryson. Like, if you're gonna throw up fifteen thousand, why don't you say, "Here's fifteen thousand for oh, Bryson's future. Yeah. Here's fifteen thousand dollars for you guys to move in a bigger apartment <laughs> so that you guys have more room. Here's fifteen thousand dollars for his college fund, whatever." Yeah, and they fifteen dollars to leave. We'll buy your plane ticket too. Just childish, and I guarantee you, they would not have actually written that check. Like it was all for show. Yeah, it was all for well, show. Why are they so against her? It doesn't make any sense. We'll find out. I don't know. Oof. Moving on, Anna and Marcel. <sighs> Deep sigh. I'm with you, Linda. <laughs> So, Marcel is coming back on the same K-1 visa that he came over here on. That doesn't really happen often, but, I mean, Annie is happy as can be. Uh, Thoughts on her saying, you know, I'm nervous about how my kids will take it. It's kind of like, she's just like, they're last. Let me figure out what I want to do. Okay, and then I'll break it down to my kids, you know? And that, to me, is sad. Like, how do you guys think this impacts them? My thing to her is, why do you keep fishing for your kids' approval? Like, haven't you put them through enough? You basically invited a man in that didn't fully accept them, that kept them a secret, which consequently probably made them feel like second best, right? Mm-hmm. And he walked away after the secret was revealed and he couldn't, he can no longer stay in the situation. Now he's back and you want them to accept him? Leave those babies alone. Let them go play and be kids and do their thing and you be the adult you set the tone and if that's who you're going to marry marry him and be quiet and be okay with it mm-hmm. I'm just tired of her like looking for their approval yeah. they're kids yeah. and you've tormented them okay I'm done 
I feel you. I feel you on another level. I think she really relies on them for emotional support. Maybe her friends have just given up on her and it's like, oh, well, I just go to my kids all the time to, you know, vent to or tell them things. And it's so unstable for them. And I think the oldest is the most affected. So that's why he's the most bitter. Because they kind of say that, like, the oldest is, like, the most affected in the relationship of, like, the parents. Hmm. So I feel like he's he's seen the most. So I think she's put him through the most. That's why he's so bitter. Where the youngest is kind of like... Do, 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 do. Like, I'm. I think it's her storyline. Like, that's the only. Like, she's just trying to keep it going. Like, I need to speak oh, to the kid, you know? Yeah. To stay relevant. And um, unfortunately, it's hurting them more than helping. So. Mm. Yeah. I don't even. Th- I think. Because I thought about that too. I was like, I wonder if the cameras were there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Would she still have that conversation with the kids? But I think <laughs> she would. I don't know. I think she would. She just seems very needy. Like, yeah. She needs that moral support constantly. I'm just gonna say this now. I think this whole this whole storyline is BS. I think that Marcel didn't go anywhere. I think that they filmed his little scene uh, down the street at a studio. You think that was even the airport? What, like whatever. <laughs> and he was staying at Burbank down the Airport, <laughs> and that however long he was gone. So part of it says that he was gone for so long, and part of it he would, he just went and turned around. I think all of it is bogus. The family making a big deal. He goes back for a day, two days, a week, a month. I don't care. And all of a sudden, they don't care at all. And please go back and get married. So he he calls because they they said she called production or yeah, Mm -hmm. Annie called production and then told them that the next day that he wanted to come back to America. So my theory is he's down the street or wherever he didn't go nowhere still in that hotel and they filmed his little do you notice that we didn't see his family we didn't see like outside of this oh, one true. little room this one little room the couch and him his one little bag stopped playing yeah stop it that's a Agreed. good point I didn't think about that but it's still chaos so leave the kids out of it absolutely and last but not least Emily and Sasha and Betsy. Okay, we always have to add Betsy. I just want to know what you guys thought about the wedding. I thought it was beautiful for them. The wedding mm-hmm. was really nice. I, I think, think it was perfect. Do you think he loves her? I do, actually. <laughs> the hesitation, though. That was a while. I do. I think he that he's <laughs> loving the fact that he's becoming more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's loving being in Portland. Okay. Mm. Alrighty, mm-hmm. and that that's sums, a part of her. <laughs> that sums up our couple's <laughs> rundown. Stacey, what do you think? We have time for one question, really quick, y'all. Okay, could you have more than one soulmate in a lifetime? Y'all yes. can start. I'll start with yes. You think so? Yeah, you can, and it doesn't just have to be a romantic interest. It could be your mama, your daddy, your sister, mm. oh. a friend. Oh. There's different soulmates because what a soulmate means somebody that mirrors or matches your soul. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic issue. I'll take your answer. That, what, she, <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. what she said. What you said. All that. Sexy you? Now I do. I'm like, wow. And then the other part I want to just piggyback <laughs> off mm-hmm. of that. I also think, too, as you go through different phases in mm-hmm. your life and you develop as a person, I think that your soul recognizes other souls in that same phase. So the soulmate that you had that was your bestie when you are 10 is not going to be the soulmate that you have when you're married exactly. and 25 or 35 or 45, mm. whatever it is. Yeah. And so I think that that's why it makes it possible for you to have many different types of soulmates throughout your life. Agreed. Good one. Okay, y'all. Preach. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I like the advice. <laughs> All right, you guys, you know what time it is. News and gossip. Yay. Yo, keeping it busy over here. Okay. Mm. 
I want to start off with uh, the positive vibes. Uh, so we are going to start off with Juliana and Michael. And as we all saw, they got married, and we knew for a long time that they were married. Like uh, Michael said, it was definitely the best not-kept secret. <laughs> and so they finally were able to post on their socials, and Juliana just posted some really special photos, and I thought I'd share them with you because uh, they're quite nice. So mm-hmm. here we see Juliana and Michael just holding hand, or well, at the altar, I'll say. And it's beautiful. And then Cece. How cute. She looks so, so cute. Super yeah. cute. Yeah. And Aww. then I thought this was a really special moment between Michael and Max and just the, like the love of father and son. And then I thought that this was really special Aww. as well where you see the flower girl and Juliana dancing. And if you zoom in a little bit with her little sparkle shoes, come on now. Yeah, I so love cute. that, right? So I just love everything about that. And speaking of Juliana... It's been going around social media how she is actually a great model and she kills the runway. And I guys, I wanted to share this little clip with you. Mm-hmm. So, fire, like fierce. Where is that at? Like in New York? Fierce. Or? Um, I'm actually not sure. But, okay. you know, rocking the wedding She's dresses. Serving. She's serving. All day. <laughs> She's very elegant. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that, you know, she's probably going to have a really great career. She's really good. Yeah. London Bridal Fashion Week. Okay. Passport stamped, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Bag secured. Damn. Um, Moving on, we have uh, Annie. So Annie and Marcel jumping off of what I said earlier, Mm -hmm. where I don't believe their storyline. And here's another hint of why I don't believe their storyline. So, um, Annie posted uh, not too long ago on her social media saying that um, she was a single mom. She was doing, like, a live uh, chat and answering questions. And she asked, (laughs) she was asked, where's Marcel? And, like, is he back? Or, or, like, where is he? Is he in Turkey? Where is he? And she's like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, he's back in Turkey. And then at that exact moment, you hear Marcel in the back. No. Stop. No. Yes. And I, and I, have, I, have the, I have the receipts. If we can find that. Oh, my God. I have the receipts. And if not, I'll post it in the comment. But with that link, um, he did it's not. like she got completely busted on her live. Yeah. Completely busted. It was ridiculous. I mean, you at least have to tell him to shut so up. Guys, I just, like, that's one, that's part of the reason why I don't believe that he actually any, went anywhere. Okay. For him to be so comfortable to just walk through the door while you're doing a live. And here it is, guys. You want to see the receipts? Yes, but the tears were so Many real. Oscars, I'm telling you. I mean... So Anna no, records a live video, video after Marcel has left the country. But Marcel is still around. Wow. Well, obviously, I'm a single mom. Plus, I work. Oh, here's Joey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got it. Wow. Uh, so she's caught in a lie. She oh, says, yeah. oops. That is so cringeworthy. It's how you got to catch them live every time, huh? When they go, man. Wow. Okay. Man. Moving on. Uh, Angela and Michael, guys, we called it last week, and it did come true. They said they were getting married January 27th, (laughs) and they were caught on film, guys, filming 
their Nigerian wedding. So congratulations to Angela and Michael. Michael. Michael, I wonder okay. if they'll spin that to a special. There's absolutely going to be a special. That's okay. why we see all the cam, the cameras around. I think around. the best part of this for me personally <laughs> is that in the comments, a lot of people are just talking about how we need to set her up with, um, I can't remember her name right this moment, but the other girl from Nine Day who had the lingerie store so she could fit her with a good Molly. Oh, Molly. 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 Because those tatas are, uh, they're trying to escape right there. <laughs> Man. Man. They've got a life of their own. Uh, so, yes, congratulations to Michael and Angela. Moving on to Bo. And this is Bo from um, um, Michael. Michael, Michael and, and Natalie. And Natalie. Natalie. Yeah. Thank you. So, Mike and Natalie. Okay, guys, I'm not going to read all the charges, but basically, Uncle Bo has a really long record and a really bad record dating back to 1994 uh, when he was 24 years old. Um, it They have gone on to say that a number of the charges are related to drugs and alcohol um, and as well as illegal fishing, which is a bizarre little thing. Um, also, but viol- violent crimes as well. So he has some assault with intent, assault and disorderly conduct, aggravated assault uh, from back in 2008. Um, goes on with another like one, two, three, four, four more assaults with intent. And back in 2012, bumped it up a little bit, aggravated assault. And so people are wondering, like, what's going on? Like, why? Who is this guy? Mm-hmm. And what? what's his history? And, yeah. and how does this affect the three of them and, and them on the show? So mm. just so you guys know, they're calling Uncle Bojangles. Uh, has a <laughs> has quite the history. And so, if that means anything to you guys, well, there it is. It's out there now. You guys are the sleuths, and you're out there. Yes. Um, moving on from those two, let's address the Blake situation. Okay. So, according to Soap Dirt, and I'm naming them specifically because uh, I think that they're in a one-on-one battle with Blake. According to Soap Dirt, Blake has already gone through the K-1 visa process. And so he was married. He got married in 2010 from a girl from Israel. And they stayed married for four years. And then they got divorced in 2014. And they're saying that uh, because the K-1 visa records are private, they can't confirm 100% when Blake's ex-wife first emigrated from Israel. But her Social Security shows up in 2010. So they can say with certainly that's when she moved from Israel to America. You following? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Soap Dirt goes on to say that Blake's first wife uh, is not appearing on the show. That's why they're not releasing her name. But what they can say is that uh, she's from Israel. She's a year younger than Blake, making her a year older than Jasmine. Uh, she started law school the same year that she and Blake got divorced, so in 2014. And she completed it in 2017 and then she's saying that um, they go on to say that she worked uh, for the district attorney in California and now she's in private practice. Then they say the third thing for like the receipts uh, the two lived together with relatives in his California house. Uh, later they lived as man and wife um, a short 15 minute drive from where he and Jasmine are making their home or have made their home uh, so they want to know, like, are they are the same rules apply where 
they couldn't live together before they got married, and after they got married, they were able to live together because that's what we're seeing on screen. Mm-hmm. So, Blake <coughs> reached out to our own Stacy Olivas, and he's basically disputing all of it. He's saying this is not true. The info and dates are wrong. I was playing college uh, ball that year, 2010, when she supposedly came. That's impossible, he says in all caps, because I graduated from high school in 2007, and her and I went to a high school together. So that's so. There's that part. No K1 was involved. Mm. So he's basically saying he knew her from high school. Mm. They were high school sweethearts. But he's not deba- so denying he was the marriage. Married. Okay. Yeah, he was married before. He's okay. not denying the marriage. He's denying that she he got married through the K one visa yeah. process and gotcha. brought over a foreigner for the second time. Yeah, that's what he's denying. Gotcha. Oh. Last but Sorry. not least, um, or speaking on this too, just on the Blake um, and Jasmine situation. Uh, I wanted to post this because uh, Jasmine is really talking about this, and you can see this in the comments if you dig for it a little bit. Mm-hmm. The dinner scene between Jasmine and Blake, where she asked him to skip his friend's birthday thing and go out with her, was producer scripted. The storyline about her and his friends not getting along is just scripted, a strip, uh, scripted storyline. Excuse me, guys. Every, Everett had a birthday party. Jasmine and Blake both attended. Let me read that again, just so you guys can get it in your gut. Everett, who was the whole issue yeah. for the last episode in this episode, had a birthday party. Jasmine and Blake both attended. Mm-hmm. And it was not filmed. Jasmine had fun. This also applies to Jasmine and Blake's differing views on alcohol consumption. Production makes it much more more worse than it really is. Wait, is was this posted on Frauded by TLC or did Jasmine write this? This was posted on Frauded oh, by okay. TLC. Yeah, so either they have an insider or that's from Jasmine directly mm-hmm. they're quoting, whatever the case may be. But I, believe it. I just think it's interesting that they're fighting over a party that they said that they didn't, she didn't go to, and she already went. And she's friends with them, and it seems all is scripted. Good. A lot. Of, we a need lot to see pictures. Yeah, and we guys, need proof. La- yes, girl. <laughs> you guys, yeah. you know, someone has the pictures. And last but not least, because I wanted to address this too, uh, Stephanie's reaching out to so- social media, and she is not happy with TV, and she's not happy with the producers, and she's saying it's TV people. <laughs> TV, it's fake. It's scripted. I had to borrow a checkbook because the producers asked me to do this. I have screenshots to prove it. Post them. So she's basically saying that she's not as evil as she looked and that it was not her idea and the producers told her this is what you're well, going to do. Well, it deserves an Oscar. Well, why are as, you going on it? It's that's that. my thing. Like, as an adult, where does your level of integrity come in where you say, I don't feel comfortable doing this if you're just going to have to turn around months later and defend yourself right. like this? Like, you know, I don't do you guys believe Stephanie? That is the question of the night. Did someone really hand her the checkbook? Is Possibly. <laughs> I believe I believe her, but it's like, why didn't you, as a grown woman, why didn't you say, I don't feel comfortable yeah. doing that? I don't feel it's, comfortable humiliating another woman yes. on TV. And is Jasmine being honest about everything being scripted by the producers. You guys, let us know in the comments. Go ahead and like, comment now, and subscribe. Thumbs up this video. Yes, like we said. Um, Give us thumbs up everywhere. 
five stars iTunes and we'll see you guys next week where can everyone find you guys hey guys you can find me all over social media at, at Stacy underscore Olivas and I'm at Night Day Fiance now hit me up with all the news TV. gossip crazy memes whatever all that stuff <laughs> guys all across social media Linda is so girly I love hearing from you and you guys can find me on Instagram at Ms. Ashley Marie Yay. and me all over at Hey Alex Bowers bye guys bye, bye. our founder Kevin Undergaro and me Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of After Buzz TV or its owners or principals.